Uh, I want to tell you first uh, about our spotlight sponsor. It's Rectech. If you purchase Rectech, you might think you're kind of just purchasing a top quality piece of very, very sleek and sexy cooking equipment. And you are. But you're also purchasing a way of life. Uh, I Honestly, who needs a pizza delivered when you can make your own pizza in your Rectech? Nobody does. Uh, you can pull into a drive-thru. Sure, you can. Or you can grill up uh, burgers or whatever you want on your Rectech. Uh, when you cook on a Rectech, uh, you have arrived with its smart grill technology. It is, I mean, honestly, the coolest thing. Glenn was telling me all about the, uh, you could do all of this on your app. I mean, it shows you the exact temperature. Uh, you don't even have to go outside. And and if you are like me, I like grilling when it when it's cold because, uh, you, you know, you don't, it's, it's, I don't know, there's something cool about cooking outside when it's freezing. I've done enough tailgate parties uh, to be able to, uh, to remember that experience. Even though it's kind of warm down here, if you're in a cold environment, you can just, you know, go outside, put your food on the grill, go back inside, watch it all happen on your phone. It's really cool. Uh, follow Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q on all their social media. Sign up for their newsletter, R-E-C-T-E-Q, Rectech with a Q at the end, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. All right, a lot going on today. Uh, you know, I don't know what to... There's all sorts of stuff that basically is uh, is revolving around the election. I'm, I'm I understand the election stuff is important. I'm getting to the point of I'm sick of talking about it. I I, I was already sick of talking about it in like the summer. <laughs> we, had, we had already been talking about the election for so long. With the and then you had the the the, the riots and and uh, the coronavirus stuff and I you know. Man, we have been beat up this year. We have been beat up this year. And the good thing to remember is once the calendar turns to 2021, everything in your life is going to get a lot better. Because uh, it, it's just the numerical year that's screwing us up. Everything else is going to be solved once we get past just 2020. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, so we have... Uh, that's not true, by the way, at all. In any in any way. Uh, let's see. There, there's some good... Uh, some pretty interesting stuff. that I, I, I'm interested in the uh, Staten Island... Uh, bar that has decided to first declare itself a autonomous zone and then come out and and now the police are guarding it as if it's like you know the line between north and south korea i I don't understand what what is going on here uh we have um biden has now said he will keep fauci on as covid response now fauci's been there forever he's been through a ton of presidents i think he was actually uh, the head of uh, infectious disease response uh, under the Woodrow Wilson uh, administration and Samuel Adams uh, or John Adams uh, and Samuel Adams, the beer. He was running the beer company back in the day and then turned over to John Adams. We'll get into that, of course, coming on as well. And uh, we found out uh, recently that George Clooney uh, cuts his hair with a flow bee. We have that breaking news for you as well. It's not quite as breaking as the fact that Joe Biden's going to have a cat in the White House. It's not quite to that level of importance, uh, but it is the sort of journalism you can expect right now from your media. It is interesting to watch the media sort of like fold into the the way they were during the Obama administration, where they just their job was to just kiss butt. Their job was not to ask tough questions. I mean, it was that point where you'd be like shocked when they would ask a difficult question. We would be praising people like, you know, John Carl when they would ask one tough question because it was like an amazing moment of the day. We'd play the clips back like, look at it. Listen to this. Barack Obama got asked a tough question. It would be like the story of the day back then. Right. 
That's all it's been now for four years of nonstop badgering by the press. And it's good to see them kind of settle back into the place they want to be. They did ask Obama tough questions like, what is the thing that enchanted you the most, Mm. inspired you the most, Mm -hmm. made you the most handsome? Uh, All of you know, that's pretty penetrating. Those are tough questions. And uh, he did. Yeah, that's what he had to deal with. So Mm -hmm. I'm Uh, sure Biden will deal with the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, that's coming up here in just a minute here, Pat. We've got a bunch of uh, great stuff uh, today. What was the final and more on trivia, did we? Yeah, we had to revert back to the halftime yes! score of 8-7 Philadelphia, <laughs> which we Eagles. all know is not going to happen. Hey, so I don't think that's true. The Eagles have a great chance of beating the Packers. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight uh, face. If you believe in magic, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Glenn's out again today. It is Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, hopefully he'll be back on Monday. 888-727-BECK. All kinds of stuff to get to. And uh, we will start that process in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I probably shouldn't say it with him sitting right here, but I'm getting Stu a really nice package for Christmas from Omaha Steaks. And uh, you might say, really? well... But he's a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, but this is irresistible. I mean, I this love the turn Omaha you back Steaks into a company, meat but... eater. This is, we'll put you right back into really? meat. Yeah. Mm. What's it going to take to get you back into uh, a really good juicy steak? Well, this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you for your concern. And it's you know you're welcome. You're welcome. Now, still being a vegetarian or vegan or whatever he is, there are a few items in there that he won't eat. Um, so I'll have to probably do that for him. Wait, you know, there's the really delicious, uh, dry aged, perfectly dry aged top sirloin steaks in there. Uh, you may not want to eat those. So I'll go ahead and fix that for you. Thanks. Uh, also the deluxe grillers assortment, um, hundred percent America green finished steaks The also mouthwatering burgers, which I may have to take off your hands as well because i know you won't eat those right but the boneless chicken breasts and you know i'm mostly vegetarian but i do eat some chicken Mm -hmm. and steak Mm -hmm. and and burgers and uh jumbo franks there's gonna be eight jumbo franks i'll probably have to eat those for you as well uh maybe you could have the scalloped potatoes that actually sounds delicious yeah they are Mm -hmm. delicious Mm -hmm. Uh, and they also have the eight caramel apple tartlets and a jar of their signature seasoning. You can just shake some of the seasoning into your mouth. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, use the promo code Beck and you'll get four additional burgers and a digital meat thermometer for free. So deliver this incredible gift with Omaha Steaks shipped directly to your doorstep. The world's greatest steaks plus premium meats, easy meals, everything you need for a memorable, memorable gift or just stock up for yourself. Uh, this, these all come, too, with the 100% money-back guarantee. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the promo code BECK into the search bar, and you'll get the four additional burgers and a digital meat thermometer for free. omahasteaks.com, promo code BECK.
Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Um, and the COVID situation continues to strike death and destruction all over the country. They can't scare us enough on this thing. There can't be enough fear mongering to go around uh, for this new administration if they do, in fact, become the new administration. Have we not reached the point here where um, they realize that sort of stuff doesn't work on people like just scaring people to death? It's just not effective. I don't don't think they do realize that because they keep doing it. And, you know, I think we played it yesterday, the Biden thing where he says don't travel for Christmas um, because... We're going to have 250,000 people die before January. That's a lot. That's a, that would be a wow. lot. That would be notable. <laughs> would be notable, wouldn't yeah. it? It's almost as, as notable as when Kamala Harris said. Um, we're looking at over 220 million Americans who just in the last several months died. I mean, oh that's gosh. too many. That, if, if I may go out on that limb, I'm gonna, that's just too many people. You can't have 220 million Americans die in just a few months, okay? So if we can cut that to 250,000, that's, you know, that's progress. Yeah. Um, but either way, that's still a lot of people. You know, we should, we should probably do better than that. <laughs> that's a, I, I think you're right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I think you are correct. Yeah, no, they, they will just, uh, instead of just giving people reliable information they can count on and, and, and letting them make their own decisions, they've gone down this road. Mm-hmm. And we've seen over and over and over again that this is not the way to go. It's, not, it's not, certainly not the way to treat Americans. Like I, you've seen some, of, uh, some Asian countries, for example, who have done relatively well with, uh, with the virus. And part of that is they've been dealing with these viruses popping up routinely for a long time. Yeah, was South Korea one that South Korea has done really well. was successful, and I think they still are. Yeah, Hong Kong, Japan uh, has been. And what is the difference? What are they doing that we're not doing? I mean, first of all, they have a a lot more flexibility in their constitution than, than we do. You know, I it, yeah, I, I am a, the type of person, Pat, who would say the freedoms that we have in this country not worth a dictatorship. Uh, really? not, I, I'd rather have what we have. You're saying that freedom should not just be flushed down the toilet when right. something goes wrong, right? So I'm I'm on the huh. I'm on the cost benefit analysis of this situation. Freedom is is going to win the day for me. Really? Uh, however, probably huh. it's probably easier to stop a pandemic if you're a dictatorship. <laughs> I think if you can just tell yes. if you can just be like China and weld people into their homes. You can you can probably You're stop the ahead. spread a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you, when whenever when you have like an outbreak in a in a community, and you can just I don't know, all the people in the community disappear. It does seem to be easier <laughs> to control the virus with those sorts of standards. And you know, I think yeah. there's a, there's a lot of different things playing into that, particularly in Asia, where they've had you know SARS pop up and a million of these other scares they've so dealt with some things they're used to dealing with this type of thing mm-hmm. they're also used to dealing with a government who you know in their system of government can tell them yeah you guys are just going to stay home for an extended period of time don't worry about it yeah uh, that's not what we're used to here you gotta I think some almost unexpected I think compliance from the American people early on where they said, okay, well, you know, six weeks, you know, or two weeks to stop the spread and then turn into six. And you're like, okay. I think the American people were pretty much on board for that. I mean, even though 
it was a difficult thing. I'm not saying that, you know, they, everyone loved the policy, but people were willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and, and try to do what they could as, as we learned more about the virus, as we stocked up on things like masks. And, you know, at the beginning mm-hmm. of this was, you know, it was amazing that we were not prepared. And that's not a Trump administration thing. That's a, it's, it's amazing just to see how the country was not really ready for this. But after that, it started to get to a point where we all realized we have to be able to have a country that's open. We have to be able to have, mm-hmm. we can't just shut down the economy. We have to be able to figure this out. Because then you're hurting people in other ways. Yeah. And, and, and they never really adjusted the messaging all that much. I mean, I, you certainly hear people now say that they're not going to go back into lockdowns and, and schools. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they've come a long, a long way on schools. And these are just things that I think conservatives were saying from the very beginning. You, know, you got to keep schools open. I mean, how do you how do you get how do you get the nurses and the doctors to go to work if you have all the schools mm-hmm. closed? How is mm-hmm. this happening? So that came along. I, that's come along now. I, I think even in places like New York City, they're like, okay, we need to open these schools up. Especially since the uh, infection rate among the kids is pretty low. It's still pretty low, and even Doctor Fauci is admitting that. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this though. What about this proposal? And it's a great one. Would you be willing to get a COVID vaccine in exchange for a $1,500 stimulus check? So, in mm. other words, they're bribing you to get the vaccine with 1500 bucks from the government. Yeah, uh, I think it's an interesting policy, actually. Because, Isn't it? Because they're trying to get people to do it, obviously. Now, John I would, Delaney, from, a Democrat from Maryland, it's yeah. his idea. So, he actually ran for president for about 15 minutes. To be clear, other people have proposed this. I don't know if, I mean, Delaney may have as well. He's getting the credit for it for some reason. But, I mean, I've heard this discussed on, you know, multiple conservative have you, sources. The, the stimulus yeah. check for the vaccination? Yeah, because they're going to give another stimulus check anyway. So I think the thought huh. is, hey, why don't we tie it to the vaccination and so that people will actually go out and get it? And the, hmm. it's also, there's also kind of an interesting thing that goes on here in that usually, like, uh, wealthier people who are better off are... Uh, number one, more likely to want to get the vaccine. And number two, have better access to health care to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So one of the things they're struggling with is how do we get this to communities who might not, you know, hit those those levels of, of income? Especially since the virus is so racist. It is, is very racist. And affecting minorities <laughs> at a much higher rate than white people. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, you, when you, you live in, usually if you're, if you're uh, maybe not as wealthy, you might live in a less, uh, de- a more dense area, right? You yeah. might live with more relatives from multiple generations Mm -hmm. there are reasons why you know it's going to hit those communities harder and so they're trying to figure out ways to do it And they're like well people who are in those communities might very well be motivated by fifteen hundred dollars to go get their check Mm -hmm. Um, you know if you're going to some upper class neighborhood they might not be as you know they're going to do what they want to do but you know fifteen hundred dollars is not nothing that's a lot of money yeah and you know that is kind of what they're they're talking about now and i think people will probably get on board Mm -hmm. with it Honestly, I, I would not be surprised if something like this comes to fruition. And I guess it seems like 75 percent is the uh, the percentage they're looking for to have uh, inoculated. Yeah. Um, Delaney said the faster we get to 75 percent of this country vaccinated, the faster we end covid. So is that what they're assuming is that it, it's going to take about 75 percent? Because I've heard I've heard percentages much lower than that to where we're pretty much OK. Yeah, so there's there's a bunch of 
disagreement on this. There are some, you know, pretty legitimate scientists who think it's, you know, more like 40 or 50 percent yeah, would be okay. That, that's closer to the number I've heard. Yeah. I, I, and I've, and then there's people on the Internet who will tell you it's like one percent. <laughs> one. <laughs> you know, I, I think on the Internet, everyone just assumes we're constantly in herd immunity. At least half the audience. The other half the audience says we'll never get to it. Yeah. So I, it's hard to understand when you're when you're on social media. But there are there are, there are scientists. It's not I wouldn't say it's the leading scientific uh, position. It's like, you know, you get in these things where it's a new virus and everyone's trying to figure it out and everyone has their theories, but like it is, there are some people who believe it's going to be less, you know, with their you know, T cells and, and, and familiarity with former coronaviruses and that all play into each other. Yeah. And it could be more like 40 or 50. I think that the typical number is about six is about two thirds. So if you go 75% have the inoculation, it's not a hundred percent effective. So mm-hmm. it's a, it'll get you to about two thirds. You got to remember though, too, that a lot of people like myself, are COVID-19 survivors. <laughs> and, yes. and you've already got the, I've already had it. So the platelets I, or the antibodies or the right. So I, I really should be last in line uh, to, mm-hmm. to get it. If you know, if, if, if until it's widely available, at least when they're still rationing it, they're not going to give it to people who have already had it probably. Uh, but I think it's an interesting idea, actually, uh, especially because we all know, let's be honest about this for a second. We all know they're going to pass another stimulus bill tied to COVID. Obviously. I mean, it's definitely going to happen. Even the Republicans are like, ah, how about a trillion dollars? And then the Democrats are like, how about three trillion dollars? Likely we're going to end up somewhere around a trillion or more, one and a half, something like that. So you you have to expect that that's coming. And if it's going to come anyway, you know, you want people... Might as well get a benefit for taking the vaccine. Yeah. What if we use... Okay, like the election... What if we get more people vaccinated vaccinated than we have people in this country? <laughs> what about that? 150% inoculation. <laughs> yes, like if we that. can do it with the election, we can certainly do it with the vaccine. Uh, but uh, Congress has been working on for months on this agreement and can't, can't come to a, an agreement on the stimulus package. So they're still at odds, even as uh, 12 million people could lose unemployment benefits in a few weeks if nothing's done. So that's why I think a lot of people in Congress are looking at this as, yeah, that's maybe doable. Maybe we just bribe people to get the vaccine, then we kill two birds with one stone. Although I think you're still going to have some resistance to the vaccine. Oh, yeah. There, it's surprising to me how, I mean, my producer of Pac-Ray Unleashed, Keith Malinak, really adamant about not getting the vaccine. Yes, and he's currently at uh, at, at home, home because of a COVID scare, which is interesting. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, um, yeah. No, I, I think um, a lot of people will have that. I tend to believe, and I could be wrong on this. Tend to believe that you're going to have about half the country. The polling seems to show about half the country is fine taking it. Half the country has some level of skepticism. I think. I think it was something like sixty percent of people are fine taking it in the first couple months. And uh, they don't necessarily want to be first in line, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, in the first couple of months, it's something like 60%. And, you know, there's probably 10 to 20% who are like hardcore, never going to take it no matter what. It's that other group to get you to 70%, uh, which, which might be, you know, 10 to 20% of the people who fall into that group. I tend to believe that if it's as effective as it seems to be, if these mm-hmm. numbers hold up, and, and people don't turn into effects. lizards or something after right. getting the vaccine. Then people will just be like, all right, screw it. Let's get this over with. Yeah. I talked to if a guy. If you start seeing a group of lizards, though, that used to be people 
and now aren't anymore because they got the vaccine and this turns out to be a side effect i think that's going to cut down in the amount of people that want to take it i think a good 10 percent of people will if they will know they're going to turn into a lizard will say they don't want to take the vaccine uh i think it's a, is it at 10? least 10 percent okay i talked to a guy last night on studios america who took it who was in the vaccine trials oh um, and went through uh, both oh, wow. shots I, I'll, I'll tell you his story here in 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 about one minute all right uh, credit card debt, you don't want to have that going on. Uh, it's not fun. If you've been in the middle of dealing with uh, credit card debt in 2020, you are not alone. People have the credit cards for emergency situations just like this, but when it's time to pay them back, oh man, it's, it's, not, it's not easy. If you're a homeowner, it's time for you to consider the possibility of a refinance of your mortgage to help you consolidate and begin to manage your debts. Call American Financing. I love American Financing. I've worked with them several times. Uh, learn about their custom loan options. There's never going to be any pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. You just have a simple com- conversation about better ways to manage your debt and get you back on track uh, to be exactly in the financial place that you want to be. Call American Financing. 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net it's AmericanFinancing.net 10 American second station Finan- ID American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Huh. It is Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Yeah, so I talked to Adam yeah. Gillette. Uh, he's a guy who was in, he, he, was, he lives in Florida, and he does a lot of traveling, and they had an, op, an option for him to join the COVID-19 vaccine trials. Mm. Uh, he signed up for it. Now, I, I think I mentioned this one before. I signed up for the trials as well. Uh, they, did you really? I, yeah, I did. I did not get in. Uh, they deemed me uh, too sexy to be representative of the American people. Ugh, weird. They, yeah. they were they're actually. Like, it's, what, what, what's the point? Uh, you, 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 that you, was the reasoning behind it, though, that they gave you. <laughs> Either that or they just never emailed me back. Too sexy. Huh? Most people, you know, a lot of people <laughs> tried to get into it and did not. Uh, but he got into it and actually took the, he took the Moderna vaccine. I believe it was the Moderna one. Okay. And uh, Do you know if you're in the... Con- control group or not no so you yeah so it's interesting because you have half the population in the trial gets the vaccine half get the placebo and so he it's a two-shot process first shot he had had no no side effects at all um and when he got the second dose he spent one night uh he had chills and he had a, a slight fever and he he got very excited about that because he knew that meant he had the vaccine, right? He must have he must have had it. it would, you wouldn't get that from the placebo, right. but very minor uh, side effects. And uh, so it was almost like the beginning of actually getting COVID, right? Because chills and a fever are could be one of those, yeah, some indicators. Of the symptoms. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, did that was uh, that was that was it. Um, and, and he was. That he was fine the next not day? Not nervous about Yeah, he said he ran five huh. miles the next day, which I found to be just irritating. <laughs> uh, no human being is supposed yeah, to run five miles. You don't miles. need to rub it in, show no. off. <laughs> Relax on that. I've run five miles as well, combined in my entire life. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah, but he, uh, so yeah, it, I mean, obviously you never know. Uh, you know, we only can, you can only really only check the effectiveness of a vaccine when you talk about an entire population, right? You can't just say, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Well, maybe he wasn't going to get it anyway. We don't know if it's effective on one person per se, but we, the results of the trials look really promising. And, and you know, the, I can understand, you know, I think if you don't want to take the vaccine, you shouldn't have to take it. I don't think there's any to me, there's any personal mm-hmm. liberty argument among, uh, you know, for a, a mandate. But when you talk about wanting to have the economy really open, 
Not like it is now. Not like it is even in the summer or at the lowest point of COVID when oh. most of them things were open up as but much as they literally back to normal. Literally back to normal. That is a path to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, another path to do it would be developing a treatment, right? Um, but yeah. but a vaccine is the is much is going to be it, it's just come along faster. They they've tried a lot of uh, treatments. A lot of them have chipped away at the death rate on this thing. Mm-hmm. But it has not. Uh, it's you know it's not. It's we're still in this place. I mean. I've talked about this a lot, and uh, we talked about it yesterday as well, that, you know, this week was going to be a week where, because of the data delays from Thanksgiving, we're going to get all these peaks and records uh, this week. And that's happened. But it's also real. I mean, like, it's not just that. It's not just data building up. Like, we are in a period. Hospitalizations is the one stat that doesn't really do this. And we are at a an all-time high by a large margin in hospitalizations uh, uh, over COVID. We're over 100,000, which is, I mean, in March, we were only at 60,000. Mm. The difference is just that we're very, it's very spread out right now, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not as intense as it was in New York. It's just more widespread. And that's going to wind up making the numbers very large, unfortunately. But it's not, it's, it, it is a totally different situation than it was in March and April. So just get us to immunity by next football season yes. so that yes. we don't have to go through this nonsense again with no fans in the stands <laughs> we this is a real priorities Pat. that's a real yeah, mm-hmm. to me it is it's one of those also i don't want byu to have to cancel all their games again and come up with you know the school for the deaf and blind uh play uh you know matchup because when byu and the school for the deaf and blind uh get together on the football field you can throw out all the record books. Yeah, no, I've heard all that. of them I've heard, from you. Yeah. I've heard it, but that is I have heard it before. Uh, by the way, we have like a few seconds here before the break. I mean, BYU, mm-hmm. uh, an actual national championship uh, kind of contender, right? I mean, yeah. top ten team. Yeah, and they play. They've got a, a, they a got ranked a big game, game this against weekend. another uh, unbeaten, fourteenth ranked uh, in the Associated Press poll, Coastal Carolina. And you might be saying, who? Yeah, this year they've really uh, come on strong. They've been an They've been at the top division of of uh, college football for only like four or five years. So they put together a really good program in a short amount of time. And College Game Day, ESPN's College Game Day, going to be there. Uh, wow. For the hype machine to and really you, kick it into gear on of course, Saturday. Uh, people don't know, Pat's a BYU alum. He went there. No. No? Mm-mm. So why are you a fan? <laughs> it's a I good don't. question. It's a good question. It's okay. a really good question. Is the Glenn Beck program. So giving gifts this year is going to be a little more complicated than in previous years, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to the old standbys, you know, socks and underwear and those little flashlights that are supposedly going to save your life, but just end up getting lost in a drawer somewhere. I don't know. Do people give those as gifts still? After everything that's happened uh, this year, I want to uh, get everyone a gift uh, that I know people will actually appreciate that that's important. Something that'll make them go, hey, thanks. I needed that. Uh, am I going to use it? Uh, the silver bullet idea, Raycon wireless earbuds. These things are awesome. Uh, with seamless Bluetooth pairing and a comfortable noise isolating fit. I will say this. If you have Apple I, uh, earbuds or whatever, the fit on these things is going to uh, change your life. It's, it's, it is it's life changing. They stay in your ears and they don't, they fit, they're very, they fit like, you know, it's like you, you can put your head down on a pillow and you wouldn't even notice the difference. Um, it's fantastic. It's it's get it's as good as the sound is as good as you get from any other premium brand, but it's half the price. Raycon, uh, be generous for the holidays. Get on top of these great prices. They're offering fifteen percent off right now. Buy Raycon, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash Beck. Buy Raycon dot com slash Beck. 
Get 15% off your Raycon order. It's buyraycon.com slash Beck. Hey, tune in for my show every weekday morning, 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central. Pat Gray Unleashed every weekday morning on The Blaze. Three of the all-time great shows that are also available on podcast represented today filling in for uh, Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can listen to live right before, immediately preceding the show, or you can listen listen on podcast, listen and watch. Stu Does America, which, same thing. Well, it's not immediately preceding this show, but it's <laughs> 8 p.m. sometime later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you can listen to it anytime on podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, well, no, those uh, are the only ones we're talking about. So I mean, then there's uh, chewing the fat. I don't know <laughs> why you're why that skips chewing your, the, the fat. fat. Yes, huh? Okay, available wherever podcasts are. All right. So uh, you're joining us now. I am to chew thank the you. fat. I am. Thank you. And I, what do you have? I I don't know if you talked about it yesterday or not because I mean I'm sorry I missed it mm-hmm. missed the the broadcast yesterday. But I there's a video released from the state of New York where people are chanting and, and hollering in okay. the streets, and I can't make out what they're saying. And I was hoping, it's especially difficult. you, Stu, that you'd be able to, I know you understand yeah. New York Yeah, I was born lingo, in New York, yeah. Mm-hmm. That you could help me understand what they're saying sure. uh, in this mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Tough to pick up. Mm-hmm. I can't, can we hear it again? I can't. I can't. I can't make it out what they're what they're saying. It almost somebody, sounds like somebody sucks. I think. <laughs> Can we hear it one more time? I can't quite. It's difficult, Jeffy. You're I right. Know. It's tough to pick up. I, know. I think it, it might be. It almost sounds like something like Cuomo sucks. Qu- Oh, that yes, that's it. Oh, Cuomo I knew sucks. you would know. Thank uh-huh. you. And Thank it's you interesting guys. because in New York, the governor of the New York or of New York is Andrew Cuomo, and he sucks. <laughs> huh. So that would make sense. Cuomo sucks makes perfect sense. <laughs> right. Huh. For a New Yorker to want a chance. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I'm so glad I, <laughs> I brought that in to figure that one out. I, 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 I was talking to somebody the other day about this uh, a relative who lives in New York, and we were talking about Andrew Cuomo. And of course, obviously, I believe Andrew Cuomo is mm-hmm. awful. Dot com. But uh, we were talking about like it hasn't really changed in the polling, his approval rating all that Weird. much. It's gone from like at one point it was almost like 80 percent and it's gone down to like the 70s or the 60s. But it, it needs to be like, like one. one. Right? Like what? Like I can understand his family. At the most. Yeah. Like maybe his family. Yeah, Chris, approves. his brother likes him. Yeah. And that's it. That's that should it. Be it. It should be I like mean, his one daughter person. doesn't even like him anymore. I, I, right? I, I, the daughter had the boyfriend that was working at the mansion and he, the, Cuomo shipped him off to the border. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're seeing my daughter? Mm. Yeah. No. Canadian border. You're yeah. Out. That, that is wow. great. Uh, it's good. That was uh, that actually kind of something like that did happen. At least. Yes. Um, so. You know, I don't know. Will it turn around in New York? I mean, they're obviously so liberal, but the, mm-hmm. you at some point when you, you know you, you have a uh, a liberal governor who you might like some of their policies, but you realize you know they've killed your grandparent. 
Uh, you know, you. I don't yeah, know. You, that would you, tend to dampen your attitude. I would think so. I would think so. It yeah. definitely seems like New Yorkers are becoming more outspoken about how bad Cuomo is. But the mm. polls haven't moved enough for my liking yet, Pat, uh, Pat or, or Jeff. It's pissing yeah. me off. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm looking forward to uh, the new brand new streaming service. We don't have enough. Uh, streaming services is in our lives anymore. No, no Quibi. No. Quibi's, oh, Quibi's no more. Oh, that's Quibi's no Quibi's more. Gone. This is exciting news. Uh, Discovery Plus. Discovery, Discovery. Plus. Discovery Plus is going to be a new streaming service. Looking forward We've to it. We've all been clamoring for that. I know. And finally they I responded. 55,000 episodes, 2,500 current and classic shows. I mean, and it's going to be the, all their networks. I mean, they have HGTV, Food, TLC, OWN planet earth and of course the ever popular and more and so <laughs> i love that channel. i know me too uh how much are you willing to pay for the streaming service uh for discovery plus i'm gonna go zero dollars but also they're charging zero a little cents. bit more they're charging a little bit more than are that. they really yeah they are huh. 4.99 okay. 4.99 a month 6.99 ad free for Discovery Plus, a, that's that's uh, that's interesting. I don't know. I I know. It's just people will get to the point. And look, we happen to be uh, there. Happens to be a Blaze TV uh, that we all uh, love and would love you to subscribe to. <laughs> uh, please do blazetv.com slash Glenn. Uh, but it, it is there is some sort of like how many different subscriptions? I have no oh. idea how many I have. I feel like I have fifty. Yeah, it's pretty close. Well, you look at your Amazon, right? Everybody's got Amazon Prime. Most people have Netflix, although we dropped ours because of that uh, child porn thing. Uh, You you got your... Just throw that out there. You got your Hulu. You got your CBS. uh, You got Disney+. Plus. You've got AMC has a streaming thing, too. Right? Apple TV Plus. Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus. Mm-hmm. And looking forward to the new Hillary have. Clinton uh, broadcast. Uh, she just announced yesterday with Apple TV Plus. It's Hillary oh, and Chelsea, that. right? Yeah. Oh, God. Doing what? They've, cre- they've created a production company, and their first thing is going to be the book that they put together about strong women. Strong so, women. Yeah, strong. it's going to be great. Oh, wow. Can't mm. wait for that. It's going to be great. And that's Apple TV. It makes me want to subscribe. Man, do I want right? Apple TV Plus. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean that's that's quite a number, yeah. There's right. So many. There's way H- more than that. HB, and then HBO Max, HBO right? Max, right? HBO yeah. Max, and HBO Max just announced that they've got the new deal now, where Warner Brothers, their movies. Remember, they're going to do um, uh, Wonder Woman in December this month. Going to launch at movie theaters and HBO Max simultaneously. For free. Yes. Yeah. They just inked the deal now. All of 2021 movies on Warner Brothers will be released at the theater and on HBO Max for free for the first 30 days. Seems hard to wow. overstate how big a deal that is, right? I know. For that industry. Wow. I mean, I, to do, That's I've huge. heard theater chain uh, stocks are going in the tank and. It does. Is this the end of the theaters? Is the I don't know. Question. I mean, Universal just made that deal, right? Where they were going to start. They they made the deal with um, with the movie theaters that they're going to allow their movies to be released at the movie theaters for only for thirty days before it goes to video on demand. But if it doesn't make, I think it was the fifty million dollar mark, then it's seventeen days and it goes to video on demand. And Universal mm. is giving the movie theaters a cut of all of that, though. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm just, I just, I knew as soon as they announced uh, the Wonder Woman deal, and it, this was announced on uh, Chewing the Fat, by the way, that it was going to be a done deal for the rest, for the near Everything future else. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They are saying that this is only, you know, uh, creative solutions for 2021. So those creative solutions are going to be, uh, are going to be for 
unlimited amount of time now in the future until yeah. the theaters actually close. And you have this like weird chicken and egg thing going on with these movie theaters where you just they're not releasing any movies. So there's no reason for theaters to be open. Right. And there's no reason to go to theaters because they're not releasing any movies. And there's no reason to release movies because none of the theaters are open. So there's no <laughs> there's like no real way to get this to work. This is a great I think actually a really good idea because they can guarantee yes. a bunch of cash from HBO and they can still get into the theaters. Well, they were saying HBO Max was saying they only on HBO Max <laughs> specifically only had like nine million subscribers. HBO has twenty eight million and many, many of those people that have HBO haven't flipped over to HBO Max yet. So they want everybody to flip over to HBO Max, and they want new subscribers, which they're going to get with these movies. Yeah, they're going to get a lot with the, no big, problem. With the main releases. I mean, they're releasing 17 movies that they're going to online, that they're going to release for HBO Max in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, who doesn't want to watch Godzilla versus Kong? i got to say, yeah. I'm dumb enough to I, show up for Godzilla versus Kong. I <laughs> They did. The, the, I think it was the last Godzilla movie, which was another like War of the Monsters yeah. kind of thing. And uh, it, thank you. It mm-hmm. was not good. Whoa. The last Godzilla movie was really bad. I didn't watch it. It was. I, I assumed that. Well, the going first, in. the the one before that was actually good. The the, the original yeah. one with uh, yeah. with Brian, with Brian Cranston in it. Uh, and that's not the original Godzilla, but the original of this latest string of them. Is that the one where Godzilla said? Yes. Is it that one? Yeah. 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 He said yeah. that. You got okay. James Gunn's uh, The Suicide Squad. Yeah. You have the long, mm. according to this release, you have the long-awaited fourth Matrix film. <laughs> uh, how long have you been Long-awaited. <laughs> I thought they ended that thing. And, Whoa, no. And Matrix 3 was so... So oh, bad. bad and, and so convoluted. Was, and Matrix 2 was also really bad. <laughs> Matrix 1 is a great movie. And yeah. All the other ones have been terrible. You have uh, Space Jam, another oh, sequel. This is Stop the one with it. LeBron. Oh, no, who just inked a new deal, too, by the way. Yes, a lot of money. A lot of, a lot money, of money that he doesn't deserve. Speaking of Braun, uh, are, are you in love with the fact that he may stick around in the NBA long enough to see Bronny get into the league as oh, well? Oh, good. Wouldn't that be great? Good. Great. To have and LeBron I, James and LeBron James Jr. playing oh, that'd together. Oh, great. He'll he, make sure that the kid gets in. Yes, he will. Could, it, yeah, could the kid be, be any more? Is it possible that he's as annoying as LeBron James? Is it possible? Is it possible that no. LeBron would actually take a pay cut to get his kid on the team no. like he you did for what? other teammates and he decided, mm-hmm. mm, no, I'm not, I'm not going to take a pay cut. Not a dime. He will not give <laughs> up a dime. <laughs> it's just incredible. And then you have uh, the new uh, interpretation of Dune. Mm. Huh? Wow, the Come first on. time around was so great. Right? Yeah, I don't Dune remember. Dune won in 1984. What happened in Dune? What was the, what well, was the that vibe? movie? Was what happened horrible. was it was like eight hours long, I think, if I remember correctly. <laughs> okay. And what they did was they put a camera on a sand dune. Okay. And then they showed that for eight and a half hours. It was really good. <laughs> right. Was really. there any humans? <laughs> Some people said it was slow. Not for me. Not for you? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's about what happened in really? Dune. But so, this one looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean. The so, previews are interesting. Well, There's uh, also a, a, a prequel, I believe, of the Sopranos series. With I hope James so. I hope they finally, I hope they finally put the, that together. Yeah, that was supposed to be. about Newark is, the, is in the title. Yeah. Um, uh, and it uh, look, the Sopranos are still strong for HBO, right? I mean, they have those up. Yeah. Oh, you watch them all. It. Yeah. I mean, there's some some episodes during the series that you always have to go back to and watch. Season five, you know, the final episode was awesome. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, yeah. One thing uh, I know from uh, listening to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, a podcast you can get uh, right now if you're subscribing to podcasts at this moment, uh, is <laughs> you went over the, the transportation numbers 
um, with the TSA and how oh, yeah. what was the do you remember the the details of that uh, well some of the uh, started, details they actually went up over the holidays they had like three or four days that actually broke a million through the turnstile so a million people was who, were, who went through tsa security yes. and, uh, and what was it before the whole pandemic they well the lowest it got down to was eighty six thousand. Six thousand from what during two pandemic, million or something though, right right that was yeah. in the heat so of what the pandemic were the normal numbers going over through? two million and then it started going to a couple hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. We're back up to about between six and nine hundred thousand. So it dropped right off now. by over ninety percent. Yeah, but it was two and a half million. Yeah, yeah, two and a half to three million every and then day. Has bounced back to roughly half right now. It's interesting to look at the theaters, hmm. which we're doing about two hundred million dollars a week in the theaters. Um, not that long ago, in, in February fourteenth through the twentieth, they did two hundred and fifteen million dollars in theaters. Mm. Uh, that dropped off to like you know uh, it was March sixth, the weekend, uh, the week of March sixth, it went to one hundred thirty four million. Then the next week went to fifty eight million. The next week went to five thousand six hundred and thirty two dollars. In the well, yeah, I mean they were ce- incredible. incredible. They were celebrating crudes. Yeah, a right. release over the Thanksgiving holiday. Made well, that's what I was going to fourteen. Yeah, globally, fourteen, 14 million. Yeah. That's what I was going to say here because it went down to like no, you know five thousand dollars for a few weeks. Then eventually, you know, once we got out of the six weeks to you know the, to stop the spread or whatever, a few opened up, got up to like a hundred thousand, got up to like five hundred thousand through the summer. Finally, broke a million in August. So again, wow. think of how We're long back, that is. Yeah. Um, then three million, eight million, sixteen million, thirty million in September fourth. And then the, it started kind of getting the flare up again. Back down again. Went the other way. 14 million, 13 million. And it's been right around between 11 and 14 million for the past two months. That's still a 90% drop off. Yeah. And let me, let me give you what's numbers. in a really nice theater near us uh, right now. Die Hard. Okay, we, we can see that at home. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie, by the way. I don't Same know. with That's uh, why it's out right now. Dr. Seuss, The Grinch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Love Actually. Jeez. Uh, here's a new one. All My Life. Never heard of it. Don't know these people. Elf is showing the Croods, Let Him Go, and The War with Grandpa. Uh, you forgot uh, wow. one huge movie that's released, uh, that's been released for the next, uh, started uh, today, I think, maybe yesterday, and through the weekend, uh, the Elvis remastered uh, That's the Way It Is movie. Okay? So Thank you for that reminder. All right. Wow. Uh, Jeffy, that uh, was <laughs> egregious that I left that off the list. Warren. Just a few minutes. Really wasn't egregious. <laughs> uh, just so you're aware. Uh, yeah, this time of year, there's a lot more uh, break-ins than usual. Uh, you want to make sure that you're preparing yourself to to be safe and protect your belongings. Right now, Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale. You can get 50% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. It's an amazing deal. An amazing deal you're going you're going to want to get uh, for the holidays. Uh, if you don't have an alarm system, uh, I don't know what you're t- if you watched the country, I mean half of it's on fire all the time. You probably want to have an alarm system to protect your belongings. Get 40% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera today by visiting simplysafebeck.com. Uh, this deal is expiring soon. It's simplysafebeck.com, simplysafebeck.com. It's Pat and Stu uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. You know what I love? I love this trend of the movies going so quickly to uh, the home market. So you like this simultaneous release of Wonder Woman 1984, whatever it is, 
going to theaters and HBO Max at the same time. I love that. I I mean, it's going to be sad, I think, if the theaters just become obsolete after this. I like movie theaters. I I do, too. I really like like the new ones where you can go eat meals. (laughs) Yes, I like that, too. (laughs) And it's nice to get out of the house. Yeah. And and I'll say, like, I I go watch a movie. Unless I'm watching it late at night, Mm -hmm. uh, there's no chance of me getting through a movie in my house. There's no chance of it. Because someone's going to come in and start talking to me. Someone's going to come in and, you know, my kids are going to want to go outside and play. Like, you're, you're, yeah. there's no way I'm getting through a movie unless it's, you know, everyone in the house is in bed. Yeah. So, like, I, the theater is nice because right. you can That's actually true. focus on what you're watching. Uh, you know, And they made it super comfortable in these new theaters where they got the recliner and all of that. Yeah. And then they bring you the food. It is nice. You remember John Edwards, the uh, failed candidate for president? I do. He, but he used to talk about two Americas. Mm-hmm. That is definitely the case when it comes to movie theaters. If you're in for the sure. South in particular, and I don't know if this is, uh, you know, every region exact details, but like the South versus the Northeast, I can I can talk about. And that like the theaters, you're if you're in New York City. The, the, the theaters are not like they are in Texas. They're nice and huge, and they've got recliners, and you're getting food delivered to you. Mm-hmm. There's occasional ones that they put up in the Northeast, but it's not like it is down here. Down here, there's a new dine-in theater every you know mile and a half on the main roads you're driving on. Yes, this is a lot of big empty buildings that are going to be popping up down here. It's going to be a big deal if they go out of business. It's going to be sad, and a lot of them are. I mean, there's a lot that have closed around here already. Yeah. It's it's really unfortunate, and I like the theaters. I I, I want to protect it, but I don't know that you're going to be able to.